Welcome back, Marys, to the All Right, Mary After Show Nuance, where we talk about lots of little details. Uh, We are going to be talking about some queer topics going on. We're going to do a moment of appreciation for a queen. We got some trivia. Mary, what's going on? What's in the news? Well, what's in the news is that we have recorded like hours and hours of, of content for this for this week's uh, episode of Drag Race. And so I think it's just worth mentioning for anybody listening right now on their free skate uh, feed that Nuance, this after show, going forward will be on Patreon only, as Nuance tends to be. But as usual, we want to give you a sense of what you might be missing if you're not a Matreon or a reason to join us this season. Mm. Uh, so that's, you know, headline news. But other than that, you know, I, I feel like the biggest news is, is the... Um, the doors, the glamorous doors that Gia Gunn has both opened and closed. Mary, I. <laughs> Gia Gunn continues to have impact where she shouldn't have any. I mean, I'll tell you, you know, uh, waste no time as usual to talk about the real housewives, but it's something I've learned from getting as deeply invested in the world of housewives is that I think because the housewives are such narcissistic monsters we get to see some of this behavior on a larger more obvious and shameless scale that we're just really starting to recognize in drag race queens like gia gun so like this is like a shameless attempt to stay relevant when there is a new season of all winners all stars that has been getting more press than any season has ever gotten mm. yeah yeah uh you know i w- did you see the looks at DragCon? Were they unglamorous? I didn't even look. To be honest with you, I didn't look. I didn't, I, like, who am I to judge? Like, I don't care. When I look at pictures of DragCon, all I see is somewhere I don't want to be. All I see is a huge con, Mary. <laughs> yeah, I, I see a huge con, and it's a drag, girl. And it's not I, a James. <laughs> no, no, it's not a James. If it was a James... Uh, if it was a, you know, uh, Paul, a howdy duty, James. <laughs> what does she call it? It wasn't a cock-a-doo. cock-a-duty. <laughs> wasn't a cock-a-duty con. <laughs> it's a misery reference. So, uh, which is fitting for track cons. Uh, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if there was glamour or not. Gia Gunn's comment is iconic. And, and you know what? I, I feel like there's a whole discussion about whether Gia Gunn means to do this or not. And I don't care about that conversation because I don't know. But I will say this, and I will stand by this. Gia Gunn continues to have more impact than certain winners. And Gia Gunn was on two seasons of Drag Race, went home early on both. And I just didn't think, win a single fucking challenge. Girl, right? Gasp. So she. She continues to have so much impact. And I know that, yeah, it's because she's got these gaffes and these feuds and whatnot. But, like, you got to give it to her. She is a, quote, queen. She's a, quote, queen. And so for anyone who is not on the up and up, who doesn't have the Google alerts for uh, Miss Gunn, I think it was after, you know, DragCon in L.A. And, you know, she had some tweet of course it's twitter where you know i don't remember the exact words i don't know if you have the exact quote but essentially commenting that she did not see any glamour at DragCon this year from the queens uh let's get the quote gia gun glamour uh there her quotes 
Her quotes are plentiful, Mary. Plentiful. Okay, so her quote is, uh, God, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. What does she say? Uh, say what you want, but I saw zero beauty at this year's drag con. What happened to the glamour? Shrug emoji. I, I mean, she she sounds like a, it's very like boomer kind of energy of like back in my day. Yeah. What happened to kids these days? No one's glamorous. And it's so out of pocket, you know, uh, you know, of course, this <laughs> this starts a whole feud with none other than pheromone. I know somebody oh. that looks like the human embodiment of the screen mask didn't just come for everybody's drag con looks. Oh, my God, Farah. Uh, economy of words, Farah. I think that could have been a little bit smaller. Um, and, you know, I <laughs> I love Panginas. While others worked hard and planned endless hours to create and uplift, others feel the need to be messy for no reason. Irrelevant. Some doors need to be closed. That is queen fucking energy, Mary. Jesus. Jesus. I mean... But it, and it's also just like such juicy drama to get involved in. Whether or not you're just like a messy queen looking for drama or you genuinely feel this way, this is like, let's just contextualize this. This is some drag queen saying that a whole bunch of other drag queens at a convention uh-huh. weren't serving beauty. This is like the height of irrelevance. And so what a great thing to like spin some butter about. You know what I mean? Because it's just, it is... None of this matters ever about anything at all. Oh, at all. <laughs> I will never cry about you ever at, at all. all. <laughs> and I just like, I just, there's also that context of like, build a, build a, build a house on that hill. Cause who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? I also like, I love that she's coming for these Queens and they're, they're amplifying it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so brilliant. Like I, I, I mean, like, I love the juicy responses, but it's also like, well, I mean, Pangina can do no wrong in my book. However, all your comment did was amplify Gia Gunn. And so I guess it's not irrelevant, you know? It was a funny, shady comment. And there are some queens, I won't name any names, that, like, took it seriously. And I'm just like, girl, it's Gia fucking Gunn. Gia right. Gun, boom boom gun, absolutely landed like fresh tilapia. She the quotes go on, Mary. What's the one that Trixie says? It's uh, uh at this point, tricks the dolls. The dolls are, are the, the dolls. dolls. Yeah. I I just she is so many. I M- Marys can write in all of them, and they'll just keep coming. They're so. Many. So say what you want. But she, I mean, the one that I think is like the biggest is what you're going to do isn't what you want to do isn't necessarily what you're going to do. It's a big one. Mm-hmm. What privilege. Beady, yeah. beady, Mary. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. It's just uh, I think it's just how seriously do you take any of it? You know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. it's like, as you're saying, like, oh, Gia Gunn's impact. But like, you know. There, the conversion rate on her currency anywhere else is garbage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, right. In any other context, she has zero impact. Yeah. I, but in this world, ugh, it's delicious. Yeah, and I can't tell if the people that are, like, mad at her comments and frustrated with kind of how, you know, callous she is, 
if they also are like, yeah, but it's G, it's fine. It's drag. It's just drag. It's like what Bosco was saying last season. Like, who decided queens can't be bitchy and yeah. shady? Like, this is just, you know, like, you know, and you hear this from other queens who talk about, like, you know, people have no idea what, what mean drag queens are, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I'm kind of like, I'm here for the Pangina responses, but also, like, guys, it's Gia. It's Gia. Yeah. Send an <laughs> eye roll gif and call it a day, you know? At this point, tricks. The dolls yeah. are the dolls. <laughs> well, this little doll's got a. She's like a Betsy Wetsy. You just pull the string, and she's got another stupid thing to say. You know? Oh my God! Remember, like anti-mask era of yes. Gia Gun or anti-vax Gia? Oh I mean, it's it's oh phenomenal. Oh my God! Yeah, no, it is phenomenal. It's phenomenal how epically like wrong her takes are and yet like she's not a role model she's not she's a fucking drag queen named gia gun she's not a role model the doors i have opened mary yeah that quote even went far and it's still going far Um, everyone uses it it it's gonna show up on season 15 i mean yes i hear you but like uh, yeah you know as Nicki minaj might say you know y'all wanted a bad guy you know, y'all need a bad guy. You need uh-huh. bad guys like me. You need mm-hmm. bad Chun Li. Uh, no, so good. Uh, Gia Gun is fabulous. The other bad guy that came out of DragCon was RuPaul wielding very large scissors. <laughs> yes, and a very small memory. Yeah, I'm here to cut the competition. Uh, yeah, I'm here to slash the dresses off of these queens. Yeah. <laughs> These are not safety scissors. <laughs> Just call me a scissor sister, Mary. Yeah. Uh, she, okay, so it, it, that video is, we could break down that video if we wanted to, but she forgets Jinx's name. The way Jinx says <laughs> Jinx, <laughs> her, her voice cracks, and then, you know, it was like, oh, Seattle, yes, yeah, Seattle, that's right, Seattle. Yes, and, and again, for anyone who did not catch this, this was the ribbon-cutting ceremony at DragCon mm-hmm. in which Ruin in his opening speech with Jinx standing three feet away goes to say, and, and, and the, the, the red-headed one, your what's your name? name? Your name. And this one. <laughs> the one I likely just crowned the winner on All-Star 7, yeah. Uh, she doesn't need to remember all of their names, but I will say this. She forgot Jinx's name? I don't know. I understand that, you know, she's got... She's all dolled up. It's she's nervous. I don't know. You could make a, any excuse you want. It's still funny and still an iconic mess up. That you know, it wasn't like it was. Oh fuck you, RuPaul. You don't even know Jinx's name, who's probably the winner of the all all winner season. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, it makes me think of like like on my mom's side of the family, there were nineteen grandkids, and so like my grandfather when he like say my name would be Connor, Caitlin, Colin, and then he'd get to it. It always bothered me that Caitlin was second before Colin, but what are you going to do? Um, and I feel the same way about Rue. And I also, there was Ben de la Creme was doing like an Instagram live and was talking about this moment. And they were like, oh yeah, when we were doing All Stars 3, there was a moment where RuPaul looked at Shangela and said something along the lines of like, now you've been here before, haven't you? <laughs> You've done this before. Yeah. Oh, God. I So, Marys, do your best to search out the full version. We'll try to share it on Instagram. She, The full version of this speech, she continues 
to just wield these scissors, like open scissors using her hands. And like the Vivian is behind her literally dodging for her life. I mean, this this is sounding like <laughs> like the child in art class who needs to be <laughs> moved to the glue sticks and the construction paper. Uh, given the safety scissors. It was, it was so funny. I feel like maybe I'll find time to do it, but somebody needs to edit in like that horror movie, like, yeah. Or like, a uh, the star Wars, like lightsaber sound because I mean, it was, I was nervous. It was close. I have, I have not seen it, but I can imagine it. I feel like, you know, it, what that probably just speaks to is like the extent to which Rue is in his own universe and like uh-huh. doing the ribbon cutting at DragCon yes. means nothing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> means nothing. I mean, this is not a big day for RuPaul. No. But you know you what's know? a big day? Uh, big shout out to Liam does drag or draws drag. Uh, getting that adorable clip of Michelle Visage. Did you see this? Oh, I did when she says you want more gay shit yeah uh, check out liam draws drag yeah. yes i did see that uh, that was really sweet yeah just a goose meeting a goose like that yes. made me so happy because uh, mary's i've been following that account uh and there was uh he he was raising money to go to drag con he was so excited and you know you want it to end really really well and that was just like the icing on the cake i just thought that was so cool that he got that moment and he has that clip ah uh, so well done uh, it's like Naomi Campbell and Shea Coulee finally <laughs> meeting. It's it's like the drag fan, drag race fan version of that. I mean, I would feel that way if I met Michelle Visage. So yeah, me too. Uh, me too. Yeah, uh, I'd want her to say, "All right, Mary." You know? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I would immediately be like, "Can we just do a little bit of Jersey talk?" I just yeah. want to have a Jersey connection. You yes, know? yes. I want her to ask how old I am, and I want to say I'm 26. Yeah. <laughs> A deep cut. Um, yeah, and then she's like, "Yeah, I don't. No, you're not. <laughs> you're 26. <laughs> okay, you're 26. Um, Mary, the other we talked about Sasha Colby on the main episode. The fact that Sasha Colby is rumored to be on season 14. I 15. 15. I, if that happens, I don't know. I'll, I'll eat my hat. No, I'm kidding. I would never eat my hat. But that 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 excites me so much. The other thing that's in the news is that the Bros trailer came out, and I'm so excited to talk about this eventually on on all right mary because the trailer alone could just exist and i'd be happy there's i was snapping at so many of the jokes i just i was so relieved to hear another gay man say love is love is love no it's not yeah no it's not because like i just like Thank you, Lynn Manuel, for that moment. Uh-huh. Appreciate your efforts, but like I can't stand that sentiment. Like to me, like love is love is love is like well, no, it's not. And like I would never want one to be confused for the other. Yeah, there's there's a generation of uh, kind of queer thought that's in that movie, or at least in that trailer, that I think is kind of unspoken. And Billy Eichner is the proper person to deliver it i think because he has that kind of satire to him yeah i'm i'm excited about this because i feel like you know we're obviously now there's there's so much 
you know, queer content Heartstopper is out right now, and everyone's in love with yeah. that, and you know, and which is great. I haven't, I've only seen the see scene. Yeah. Uh, one of our Marys sent us the the clip of um, Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman, and it was great, and it was like, yeah, the dream is to come out to Olivia Coleman, but you know, there's things like that that sort of love Simon, love Carlos, whatever the sequel's called, uh, era of queer stuff, which is awesome. But I, it does make me feel a little, not that I need to be represented, but it, it's nice when it happens. And I think we have tolerated a world of gay comedies and gay romantic comedies for years that has always been unrelatable. Adam uh -huh. and Steve has been the most relatable. <laughs> yeah, there's this, there's this kind of like Hollywoodification. There's this heterosexual kind of like let's make it okay for them to see um that there's no biting commentary and i think i don't know we're we're due for it i'm i'm really excited for the trailer i don't know what the title's all about but i guess we'll find out maybe that's what guys sometimes call each other on grinder i don't know yeah i don't know i mean i don't no one's i don't think anyone's i'm not i don't call anyone bros i'll tell you bro i'll tell you that much I. yeah bro? yeah and if someone called me bro it wouldn't be a deal breaker but uh, I, I don't see a long-term potential there. I'd be taken aback. Yeah, I'd be taken aback. I'd take it in the back either. I would also take it in the back. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to take it in uh, the back, Daddy. Yeah, yeah, put down the seats. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so the, so Bros is, is coming out. I mean, I, it's interesting because, like, from what I can gather from the trailer, Billy Eichner is playing a pod. It seems, like, weirdly meta where he's, like, he's a podcast host who's been asked to write a, a script for a gay romantic uh -huh. comedy. Yeah. Which and we were like, going to do. <laughs> right, right. And it was like, okay, all right, sis. Um, all right, Mary. <laughs> all right, Mary. And uh, and then, uh, you know, it, it, what looks interesting is like it also kind of uh, tiptoes into some familiar territory. Like there's obviously lots of clubbing and fire island and pool parties or whatever. And like the love interest feels kind of, I'm like, well, you're going to talk about the fact that the love interest in this is kind of the stereotypical. He's like the guy from trick. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's just like the hot muscly guy who's also sensitive, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, Mary's to catch you up, uh, because this is a free skate episode. We reviewed, uh, the gay rom-com that came out this year. Uh, we did, uh, uh, I can't even remember the name of it, but it was, what was it? Single all the way. That's what it was. Oh uh, yes. 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 About, yes. you know, going home for the holidays uh, and being gay. And we were like, let's rewrite this. Where is all of the grinder? Where is like mm -hmm. the hookups with the locals or like the 40 year old by dads in the car? Like, where is the grit here? Like going home and being gay when you were in college or just after college or whatever, it was, it's just a little bit dirtier. And I, I just missed all of that in single all the way. It was too sanitized. Yeah. Yeah. I want to feel, I want to feel a sense from this movie of like, Oh my God. Wow. I can't believe you just told everybody that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. So, and I'm looking at the, you know, in terms of the cast list, obviously, uh, Billy Eichner, Luke McFarlane, wasn't he in Single All the Way? Wasn't he the love interest in that? Your guess is as good as mine, Mary. It well, I've so got familiar. IMDb open, so I can tell you, you with great IMDb. assurance, I fucking love IMDb. I'm in there. 
all the time. I'm I quite DP, sure. I am DP. Sometimes you call it. I, I do DP. He was in single uh, all the way. I am DP. Yeah. I am DP. <laughs> I, I am, am DP. double penetration. I am double penetrated. I always start every podcast uh, double penetrated. <laughs> it keeps me up. Uh, he is, you know, you're absolutely right. He was in uh, the romantic lead in a number of Hallmark Channel Christmas movies. That He's very sweet. He's very cute looking. Um, yeah. And of course, he's Canadian. We love Canadians. Oh, I love Canadians. Yeah. Uh, Jim Rash, who I know from the movie Lazy Susan. Okay. Uh, who's very funny. Harvey Firestein shows up. Guillermo Diaz shows oh, up. Oh, Guy Bo Branham is in it. Oh, okay. Bowen Yang. This is all-star casting with Simone, of course. Simone, T.S. Madison. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we shall see, but I'm, it's September, so no time soon. You know who's not in it? Who? <laughs> Sasha Colby? No, well, yes, of course, but also, yeah. <laughs> that's a great answer, Mary. No, yeah. uh, uh, Taya Gill. <laughs> oh, that's a loss. Her contribution to both Queer as Folk and Mulligans is... Uh, she deserves to be in here. Yeah, no, you got to bring her back. Come on. Yeah, come on. come on. Give us the, you know, what's the Tia? What's the Taya, you know? <laughs> what's the Taya? Uh, what's the Taya? Don't tell me what's the Taya. All right, Marys, yeah. uh, let's move on from some queer news. I'm sure there's so much more that we'll cover in later weeks that come up, but we do want to move on to some other segments here. I don't have many unpopular opinions that I didn't share on the main feed episode, mostly because I knew that this nuance was going to be a main feed. Um, right. So, you know, I guess the one unpopular opinion that I'll just reiterate is I don't think Shay should have won that first challenge. Uh, not that she wasn't great, but I, I don't think she was the best. I would say my unpopular opinion that I kind of shared in the episode is – I think that Jinx did an amazing masterclass on how to do Snatch Game. I didn't feel that she did an amazing masterclass on how to do Judy Garland. Interesting. Okay, it was the Snatch Game of it all, not Judy Garland. Yes, okay. it was the comedy challenge versus the acting challenge for me. Okay, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just the performer uh, that can just do it. You know, it's not necessarily... Some of the best kind of biopics is when it is not, it's like a lived in character, but it's not a, a perfect impression. It's not Julianne Moore doing Sarah Palin. It's, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, uh, somebody else. It's, it's like, where is your focus supposed to be on the impeccable impression or on the character? I mean, you could say that Renee Zellweger doing Judy was essentially like an interpretation, you right. know? Right, yep. Yeah, absolutely. What's the other one that you hate? Oh, you hated um, Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Awful. Oh, God, being the you-know-who, you-know-who and being the you-know-whats. I won't even say the name. But Ethel was great, and it yep. wasn't this like dead-on impression of Ethel. No, it was really just the spirit of it, but uh -huh. I also I never felt like she was doing a Vivian Vance impression. Right, yeah. right, which I think would have been distracting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's kind of my unpopular-ish opinion, but I stand with everybody who agrees that, like, this, I mean, how to play the game, Snatch Game, no one better. Absolutely. Well, Mary, I think we should do some trivia. Are you ready? Oh, I'm wetty. You're wetty. Well, name five duplicate Snatch Game characters. So these are Snatch Game characters that have been done more than once. Name five right. of them. 
Britney Spears, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, uh, um, uh, what's her name? Eartha Kitt. And uh, let's choose an interesting one. How about uh, who's been done more than once? Uh, Cher. Cher has been done more than once. Can you name two more? Let's see. Two more that have been done more than once. I would say that uh, Mariah Carey. Who on Snatch Game? Yeah, Pangina did her. And so did... Oh, okay. You're uh, counting the franchises. I wasn't counting the franchises. But oh, okay. okay. And then I think like Canada. I think Kiara did her. Um, Okay, so on the main seasons. Oh, um... Oh, uh, didn't we have more than one Alyssa Edwards? We had more than one Alyssa Edwards. We uh, had Aja and Violet. Okay. Did Aja? Yeah. Did I lose the Q and A portion of the conversation of the of the? Yeah, she did an All Stars three. I thought she did. Oh, that was her season. Sorry. Oh, her season. Sorry, she did on her season. Excuse me. Her no. All Stars three was uh, Labeja. Yes. Uh, okay, question three. Name a queen who impersonated a fake celebrity, somebody that doesn't exist. Um, I mean, is it fair to say that Kim Chi doing Kimmy Jong-un is yes, not real? that's correct. Huh? Yes, right. Kim Chi. The other one I came up with is Gigi Good doing the robot. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I, I think that could count, yeah. Uh, last question, are you ready? I'm ready. Which professional drag queens have been impersonated on Snatch Game? Lady Bunny, RuPaul, um, and these can include Drag Race Queens? Yep. Okay, Lady Bunny, RuPaul, Alyssa Edwards, Alaska, um, Jasmine Masters, uh, I, that's five. How many do you have there that I should know? Jesus Christ. Um, okay, so that's five. Oh, I mean, are we counting Amanda Lepore here? Yeah, yeah. Let's count her. Okay. Uh, she's ten then. Okay, so ten. Uh, okay. Yeah, professional drag queens. Oh, uh, Labeja. Yes, uh, Crystal Labeja. Yeah, Crystal Labeja. Uh, oh, boy, Dee Dee. Oh, brother. Now I'm... Now I'm just getting nervous. Now I'm just running out of thoughts. I don't know. Okay. Divine. Uh-huh. I know her. Tammy Brown. Oh, season 14. Season 14. And Haunted House. <laughs> Sharon. Oh, my God. I think I would have never gotten that. Uh, <laughs> unless I like went through my catalog like card by card. Uh-huh. And no one would become a Matreon after this episode. <laughs> So I'll take the L for the sake of, like, something listenable. Oh, God. Uh, Yes. So that's trivia. Uh, We'll have more questions next week, Marys. Um, But we wanted to, you know, have you play along. Let us know we missed any, especially with duplicate Snatch Game characters. I feel like there's, like, two more that were duplicated. And, again, I'm, I'm only doing the U.S. franchises. So uh, right, because there's, there's been a lot of Cardi so B's. Yeah, for example. oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the other one that I like, I, I can't scratch my head around, but the in, the fake celebrities, right? Gigi Good and Kim Chi, and then obviously uh, this week for All Stars was uh, the devil, the devil, I think, and yeah. uh, the boogeyman. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of playing Cardi B, uh, this week we will be starting off a series of segments that will happen every week, and a complicated way of explaining that, where we will be celebrating one of our All-Star 7 All-Winners. And, you know, there's, there's, this isn't necessarily that, but I feel like people often, on, we'll see on like YouTube compilations of like, when did she win it? When, you know, mm. when's the moment that she became a winner? And so this is kind of that and is also kind of just a moment of appreciation that we love about this queen, whether it be a moment on Drag Race or off of Drag Race. And so this week, we are kicking things off with a performance you may be familiar with from uh, particularly a recent bracket we did. <laughs> and uh, it was a a robbed performance, I would say, from the Marys, uh, who voted on Instagram, but no one's bitter. We are here to do a beat-by-beat celebration of Jada in the musical, the Madonna Rusical, excuse me. The Madonna Unauthorized Rusical. This is Jada in the Video in Paris era, the Truth or Dare era. Uh, it was too hot for TV. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, it was too hot for TV. So let's just let we're going to put this on, you know, and and I, I think anyone who's not familiar with this performance, maybe go back to YouTube and remind yourself of what a minute and 11 seconds of brilliance can look like. Mm. But we'll try to keep you going. You should know this performance. You know what happens. You know that, you know, the Ruskals go and it's it's right after Britta in that outfit heads off stage and and Jada Essence Hall in her in her coat and her suitcase slinks out from backstage God. she leans against the wall puts her head up uh or tilts her head back i should say uh and touches her chin. touches yes and then it slides down uh. <laughs> now wait, let's see, i'm gonna put some volume on so we can hear when she made the video in paris so after dressing you up in my love there was only one thing left to do take it all off Let's stop here because she, when she says take it all off, she pulls open the coat to reveal like half of her lingerie. Uh And I wanted to call this out because this is before one of my favorite moments in this performance is the shimmy up the runway. (laughs) All right. So let's watch her shimmy up the runway. I made a video in Paris. Paris. It was too hot for MTV. She's taking her coat off. Here comes the shimmy. Oh, she didn't shimmy. I don't know when anything happens. She doesn't shimmy at this point. She just walks up the stage with her suitcase. Yeah, she... What I love so much about this is that she's lip-syncing. She's lip-syncing, Mary. And you forget that. Yeah, she's lip-syncing herself. And it's that kind of Mulholland Drive thing of like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, this isn't real. Right. Okay, so the shimmies later. I'm too excited. But she... uh, works his way to the front of the stage and then crosses over to uh, pose and expose herself to some Lucky Pit crew member sitting in a chair with a man with an eye mask on. Mm. Not a mask mask, just an eye mask. <laughs> now when pop stars shake their cakes on Instagram, I say, you're welcome. <laughs> Posing, disrobing, opposing for you. 
you know what I love about this is, you know, while she's doing this like chairography with this guy and she's like riding him, I think what is standing out to me about this performance compared to the other performances in the Rusical and what I'm realizing, maybe one of the things I love about this, maybe we both love, is the way that it is taking its time. I feel mm. like when we talk about Jan and the Rusical, I feel like watching it, there's this like desperation to win it a little bit. We've talked about that of like, I'm supposed to win this. I'm the musical theater girl. Mm -hmm. And Jada is almost performing this. Like she could give two shits if she wins. Yeah. It's like, she knows that she's not gonna because she's not Jan. It's like, I know who's supposed to win this week. Yeah. And so she almost is performing it as if she has immunity this week. You know what I mean? Uh. Where she can just relax into the performance. And you know, could win you a rusical bracket if you keep acting like this. Not on Instagram, of course, but uh, um. I. You know what? The other thing that gags me about this performance, and I'm, you know, I'm looking at a little still. But when she puts down the suitcase, she does does this little dip, and then you know comes back up, and then they cut to AOC. She's doing this in front of AOC, Mary. Yeah, yeah. This is the America the liberals want. So. <laughs> Uh, I love that. Uh, oh, all right. She, she's like, she's, she's, uh, this is about 27 minutes in or 27 seconds in. She's like, she puts her foot onto the chair, uh, in between the pit crew members legs. And she's kind of like writhing her hips forward and back. Uh, and then does a little twirl feels down. Like is feeling her fucking fantasy as she sits on his lap, feels her whole chest into her, you know, ovum. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, because uh, I'm a few seconds ahead of you, but let me scoot back. Look at her touching those boobies. Uh, Look at her. I mean, she definitely checked both both ovaries. Why does Winnie Harlow look so bored? I don't know. I feel like this Jealous. was, I just got to that shot. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, man, I'd give anything. Uh, because, you know, <laughs> once we see Winnie Harlow, we cut back to Jada, and I'll pull the volume if we can play it. But she's now behind the pit crew member, rubbing her hand up his naked torso. And uh, I love her for that. I love her for that. Oh, my God. She pulls the whip out from his uh, crotch. Why don't I notice that enough? She literally pulls the whole whip out of the front of his pants. Uh, God. So good. She has that little moment when she gets humped by the other crew member and she goes, uh. <laughs> oh, let's see that. Okay. Oh, here he comes. Ooh, he just did it right in the Ooh. butt. <laughs> what is this? Season 14 popping balloons? <laughs> yeah, and she does that. Uh, this is one of my favorite gifts, but it's that, you know, she bends over and then like arches her back and her hair flips back with her. You know, her head goes second. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, it's so hot. It's such an artistic shot with the pit crew member kind of like, you know, his hand is on her shoulder and he's like right behind her with a mask on and she's got this like O face on. Oh, God. <laughs> and then she takes the over. She sits down. Yeah, and this next part, and I'll play, is like probably my favorite part of the song. Mm. I think where like the Jada really jumps uh -huh. out, like the Jada, the Jada tone, uh, is is here. I'm seductive, not reductive. I'm erotic. You're neurotic. <laughs> uh, the way that she, so like when she says neurotic, she kind of like lazily gestures at the pit crew member in front of her. You're neurotic. You're neurotic. It's so like not a. She's. It's like she's breaking the sexiness of the song to uh -huh. just be like you're neurotic. Yeah. Make a joke. To make a joke. And then, of yeah. course, yeah. And then it ends with, you know, I'm what? 
Whip smart. Whip smart. Oh, here we'll give it to the we'll give it to the Marys. <laughs> I, because I'm what? Whip smart. <laughs> so you know, good. it's just so good. It there's not a moment out of place. I just thought there was more of a shimmy up that runway. Why am I why am I remembering more of a shimmy? Oh, I guess she does shimmy. She does. I see the shimmy. Yeah, when she puts down the suitcase. Yeah, no, she's it's it's a little bit there. You yeah, know, before she takes off the coat. It's like she shimmies before she pulls one shoulder off. So let it be known. What she I think, shimmied. What I think is so impressive about this lip sync and performance, and I think when we interviewed Trixie, like Trixie kind of talked about this. Like sometimes you get a beach ball and you can fuck up the beach ball, but also you could get a hard ball. And you could fuck up the hardball or hit it out of the park, right? I think that this was a very hard performance to sell. I don't think it was the strongest, like, you know, the one, the strongest writing. I don't think it was the uh-huh. strongest parody of a Madonna song. There wasn't any dancing for her to do. She wasn't singing. It wasn't that funny. You know what I mean? And she managed to, to hit all of those notes, it's like, you know, it, we've seen this with other rusicals of this format. You know, Katya in All-Stars 2 is a great example of there's kind of where it swings down. And it's like, oh, this is definitely the lesser fleshed out mm-hmm. character. You know, I feel like <clears throat> All-Stars 3, I feel like Thorgy as Stevie Nicks is kind of an example of that. Of like, oh, you just gave her less to do. Yeah. And this could very easily have been like, yeah, it just it didn't have the same like big punchy moments that like you know, Crystal had right after, you know what I mean? Right. And so it, I, it is, it is definitely like the, the fact that it wasn't the Madonna that Jan got, that was basically designed to stand out. Sexy isn't funny. Right. So like that was the other challenge is to, mm-hmm. to stick out and make it funny because let's face it, Mary, it has to be funny for it make to me win. fucking laugh. Make yeah. me fucking laugh. Yeah. And what did Rude do at the end of this thing? He fucking laughed. Ugh. She, so. she I I'm just so impressed with this performance and it shouldn't have worked. It shouldn't have stuck with me and it did. And that's why she's on the all winner season. That's why she won it. Not me, not Hermione, you. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean I would say that like as we were talking about maybe in the first episode the the non-winners edit that Jinx uh, Jinx that Jada has in her season because of the recut. Yes. I feel like <clears throat> it's it's kind of interesting that on a challenge that she did not win is really like at least for us stands out as like oh this is where she kind of won the whole season. You know what's impressive? I don't remember Sherry Pie's Madonna. Oh, you know she did an Ava Perone. She tried to come oh. for my Roxy. And it was, I mean, it's no Roxy Andrews, you know, Roxy Andrews. I did it better than cherry pie, you know, (laughs) (laughs) doesn't have the same ring to it, you know, and I did it better than Madonna and I did it better than cherry pie. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, yeah, no, it's interesting. I don't remember her. I don't remember a lot of Ms. Pie from that season. I just don't, uh, that's a good thing. But wow. Well, yeah, my, my memory is <clears throat> mossy at best. Sure. Yes. It's kind yeah. of uh, it's, uh, uh, grown over, if you will. Yeah. 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 So oh. uh, anyway, so that is just a little bit of love for Miss Jada, who, you know, 
well, we've kind of talked about her as maybe a bit of a not a front runner this season. Like, how cool would it be if she got to the finale and ended up being a front runner? Oh, she deserves it. She deserves it. The fact that she won her season in her living room, that West Elm. What, what, what did you call it? You called it uh, something Allen? What was the your Ethan reference? Allen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ethan, Ethan Allen living room in Milwaukee. Uh, you know, she had a parade come by her house. Mary, like, I, I, it is so fucking amazing. And even with that edit, uh, the, the whole season, uh, she had the look over there, uh, you know, moment uh, during the... That's still a funny joke, right? During the political challenge uh, and every runway of that season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's really, you know, uh, it, it's kind of that thing we talked about before the season started where people are like, well, this season's a lot of like lesser winners. And I'm like, girl, like, what do you mean lesser winners? What, she fucking like all of these people beat everybody else. Yeah. We love them when they won. You know what yeah, I mean? Except, except for we Trinity. love them when they won. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, I'll tell you this, and maybe this is more, maybe this is something that would, we would talk about more when nuance is behind the Patreon wall. But, like, we joke about, like, oh, Trinity, you know, whatever. But, like, I, watching her these first two episodes, Trinity, I'm kind of like, I got to give it to her. Yeah. I, oh, I kind of always enjoy Trinity. She's a great performer. Seasons. She's a great she's performer. Really good. Impeccable runways. It's always going to be with, polished. Yeah. Yeah. She's funny with the other queens. She's got great little quotable moments. Uh-huh. She's worse. She's it's a great quote. Yeah. <laughs> so, worse. like, I always want to resist Trinity, but I actually, I always enjoy Trinity with yeah. Chuck Taylor. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. It's just the the online stuff and all exactly. that that kind of soured. Her. So hopefully, you know, the season will kind of remind us, you know, oh, she's professional, you know. Yeah, I find staying off Twitter will help. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, uh, but Jada, man, well deserved, well deserved win, well deserved spot on this season, and man, am I so glad that she's there. Yeah, yeah. So keep my all stars name out of your fucking mouth, <laughs> you know. Yeah, don't say Jada Pinkett Smith. Say Jada Essence Hall, Mary. That's say Jada right. Essence Hall. Yeah, yeah. Or you're gonna get you're gonna get your wig ripped off, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, we're oh, done. I'm gonna tell Patreon you why yet. we're done, Trinity. Yeah. Um, you know, Mary, I wonder if nuance is also a place for us to talk about untucked. Not that I want to this week because not much happened. I have a feeling that not much is going to happen in the future unless they find some way to spice it up. Yeah, I I think what could be interesting with untucked is given the fact that, and maybe they're going to do this because they have a number of untucked, is given the fact that no one's going home, is that each Untucked could have a sort of video message moment of appreciation. Let's look back on uh-huh. on this moment together about a queen each week. Yeah. So there could be something of like each each week there's an opportunity to kind of like see each of them, you know, at a peak moment, you know? I I wish that they had the foresight, because it's gonna be the same queens every week, to bring back the the gold bar and you know the pink room and whatever and like split the queens up well that i mean it goes back to the question of like 
when or will we even see conflict this season? You know, I mean, right. it's like I, I feel like it's not until someone starts to get tired or frustrated or decides they need to create some drama. Mm. But like it's the way in which they are all getting along and are friends already. It, it really kind of raises the question of like, OK, so what does conflict look like between these ladies? What is gossiping in the gold bar look like with these queens? You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if any of them smoke on this season, but are we going to get. The smokers break kind of episodes like I I just don't know how they're going to change it up. Yeah, I don't know, but I hope they do because the changes they've made on the main episode are definitely working. That's been one of my other big takeaways was like, wow, the the construction of All Stars 7 and all of the new twists. It just feels very thought through like they really figured out how do we how do we account for all the gaps? How do we still make it interesting if no one goes home? So hopefully the same applies to Untucked. All right, Mary. Well, Mary's, thank you so much for listening. If you want more content, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash allrightmary and become a matron to get more nuanced episodes as well as your coverage of Drag Race Spain. And if you want, you can bump up to the Only Mary's level and get even more exciting content. Uh, so we really appreciate the support. It helps us, you know, keep the free episodes coming uh, and makes us excited to talk about things that aren't always Drag Race related. Yeah, I mean, listen, if center stage i that still sticks with me so you know that's Dance a reason to subscribe the shit out of it yeah so subscribe the shit out of it and become a matreon <laughs> all right marys we will see you next week and we hope you have a good one tot scenes <laughs>